This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. If you want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to the Call the Mossy Sports Report presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG. And remember, it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And I'm called Damasi. It's February 15th. A belated happy Valentine's Day. It's 51 degrees outside. It's going to be a high of 57. Tonight, 33. A little bit chilly, but that's the weather that's been going on here in Savannah, Georgia, all over the United States. It's just been one of those nor'easter kind of winters. And uh, we haven't got any snow down here, but we had a little earthquake up in South Carolina yesterday. That's pretty unique. Uh, I know we didn't feel it here down in uh, good old Savannah, Georgia, but we, from what I understand, they felt it up there in the ATL in Atlanta. So uh, once again, a lot of crazy things going on with Mother Nature. Sports have been pushed pushed back as far as uh, our outside spring sports, such as track and uh, baseball, soccer. I mean, so uh, we got a lot going on. And once again, I'm here every Saturday morning. We play two games, as the great Ernie Banks used to say for the Chicago Cubs. Let's play two. The first game's nine to ten. And the second game is from 10 till 11. So I'm here from 9 until 11. Hey, you can also hear me on the Internet at ESPNCoastal.com. So if you get out of your car, you run in the house, you want, you think I'm good? <laughs> Check it out. You like my guest? Let's, let's, let's finish the conversation. And, yes, we can have conversations here. We have open phone lines. The open phone line for the Savannah studio is 912-920-4441. That's 4441-920. 4441. Let's see what you got to say about local sports, national sports. Just a lot of going on here in Savannah, Georgia. And I, you know, I have to touch base here, and I know it's a sad note. Jenkins Warriors last night played a big game with Effingham County, and they won the region title. That's the boys. But a former, former teammate two years ago, the best player in Savannah, voted by the coaches for Region 35A, Rashad Spann, was killed the other night here in Savannah, Georgia. Sitting in his car, getting out of the car, shot. In his car, over a girl, from what I understand. And uh, last week's guest, uh, the owner, the f- head football coach for the Seaport Sharks, Anthony Dooley Bryan, that was his nephew. And uh, I didn't know that, and my condolences go out to the Span family. It's just, I, and you know, Rashad Span was also at Groves, too. And, you know, he had sisters and cousins at, at Groves when I was there. It's, uh, wh- wh- why don't we value life anymore? Why don't we value life anymore? That's my question. I know this is a sports show and I got to be positive, but I don't understand it. And people say, oh, Savannah's not a safe place to live anywhere you go in the United States. It's not a safe place to live, okay, anymore. Because the value on life is not there anymore. And I just don't understand. How could you take someone else's life when you don't want to lose your own life? Just simply amazing. And my heart goes out to Anthony Bryan and the Span family and. The uh, H.V. Jenkins Warrior family, the Groves family, saw Coach Reddy last night at the uh, AAA 
semifinals over there at Beach High School. Great event. And uh, just devastated. Just devastated. And uh, Rashad Spann, great kid from what I understand. And, you know, the family. He's, you know, one of the best athletic families here in Savannah, Georgia. Just doesn't make any sense. So uh, once again, on a sad note, I got to say that. And uh, it really touches home because 20 years old, life taken away too short for, for, for an argument over a girl. I mean, uh, I mean with, with all the advancements we have today, where's the common sense? Why? Tell me why. All right, well, let's get on a positive note here. Let's talk about local sports, and that's what I like doing. That's what I hope you like hearing. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. And we have a great line in the first game, the first out from 9 to 10. Of course, I'm going to go over the local scoreboard of all the high school hoops that went on last night, what's going on in Georgia high school wrestling, PGA Tour, Champions Tour, running events, football camps coming up, Savannah Baseball Classic next week put on by Stay in Savannah and presented to you by ESPN Radio Savannah. And, of course, what's going on at Armstrong, Savannah State, and also what's going on at Armstrong tonight, big game. Johnson Savannah High take it on for the third time in the region title tonight over there at Armstrong Atlantic State Alumni Arena at 7.30. And we will have it live on the radio right here on ESPN Radio, AM 14 and 104.3 FM. Me and Kevin Thomas, the host of 3 and Out, will be giving you the play-by-play and my color analysis of what's going on in tonight. So if you can't get in the door, you're in your car and you want to listen it, yes, we'll have high school basketball on local radio tonight. And I'm excited about it. I got to play against those two teams, so I can give a little more insight. So once again, that's at 7.30 tonight at Armstrong Lake State. If you can't get in, Johnson versus Savannah High, boys, for the region title, you can listen to it here right on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. With Kevin Thomas of 3 and Out, the host of 3 and Out, our daily weekday show from 3 to 6, and yours truly every Saturday morning, Call Demasi from the Call Demasi Sports Report. Second quarter, we're going to talk to the director of the... RIP 10 lacrosse tournament, or what I know it as, the fourth annual memorial, Ricky McAllister tournament. Another young man taken too, too soon from us. And uh, Dick McAllister, his father, the director, coach of BC lacrosse, is going to give us a live update. What's going on there? We had a little problem with fields over there at the SCAD Sports Complex. All the games today are being played at Benedictine. You want to catch high school lacrosse big time. There's 16 teams. It's going to be held over at Benedictine today right there on Seawright Drive right off of Eisenhower or off of Waters Avenue. Check it out. In the third quarter, we'll catch up with the new, the old, the new, the old head coach over at St. Vincent's. She's coached the soft team this year, and now she's got the young Lady Saints basketball team in their region's playoffs, and they are in the state playoffs. We'll talk in the third quarter, Marie Dodson, then we'll close it out in the fourth. In the second hour, the second game, we'll start it off with Stephen Elmo Weeks, the columnist, talking about local golf in the area. Then in the second quarter of the second hour, we'll check it out with Clinton Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Savannah Arts Academy swimmer Darby Wainer came home with two medals from the the high school state association swim state swim meet last week and then we're going to talk to the savannah chatham county head coach and it's a bunch of schools getting together get one swim team out of the public schools townsley smith and then we'll wind out wind uh wind up or close the show okay region playoffs last night in girls calvary takes care of savannah christian they travel all the way up to trooping county to play this game dewana magwood had a double double 10 points and 10 rebounds abigail lewis has 17 points for the cavaliers and chandler chandler E. Walson puts in 12 for the Lady Red Raiders. Savannah Christian Boys, 63. Emanuel County, 58. Gage Hawkins has 15 points to lead Savannah Christian to go on to the next round. In Region 2A 
Semifinals, like I said, Vidalia 66, St. Vincent's 38. Sarah Stewart scores 11 points for St. Vincent. They'll play today for the third place game at 4 o'clock. In Region 3A, 1-3A, girls, Johnson upsets the number four seed team. I don't think it's an upset, but Johnson was ranked number 10. They beat Tattler County 54-41 to play in the championship tonight. Before the boys game, I'm uh, pretty sure it's at 6 o'clock. It is 6 o'clock against Beach High School, the Lady Bulldogs, who beat Pierce County 68-41. So we got a Johnson Beach girls championship game for the region. 1-3-A title. Both of them are guaranteed a home playoff game when it starts because, you know, everything's been pushed out back because we've been iced out. On the boys' side, Savannah High takes care of Southeast Bullock, 81-38. Chris Coakley, 16. And Johnson beats New Hampstead. So it's Savannah High-Johnson for round number three. Um... Hakeem Coney has 14 points for the Adam Smashers, and Jeremy Lovett, 12 points and 10 rebounds and 7 steals. Uh, so good night for Jeremy Lovett. In Region 4A, they haven't played. They're playing games. That'll continue Monday. South Effingham will be playing Monday. The girls, boys got knocked out. In Region 358, the championships were last night. The Effingham County girls pulled out back-to-back region titles for the Lady Rebels. They beat Ware County 43-41. Michaela Robinson is 13, Ebony Hicklin 10, and Jacavia Aikens has 12. In the girls' consolation, the Wildcats of Richmond Hill take care of Glen Academy 34-22. Kristen McCauley scores 11 points. And then in the boys, Jenkins is the champions, playing with heavy hearts last night for their fallen teammate from two years ago, Rashad Spann and these guys were all youngsters when Rashad was leading the team on. Jenkins beats Effingham County 72-68. I heard it was a, a barn burner. Brendan Carter has 18 for the Warriors. And the game high scorer for Effingham County was Tanner Reed with 19. And the boys' consolation, Bradwell Institute beats Richmond Hill 61-56. So that's high school sports. That's what happened last night on the uh, hardwood. If you want to check out the schedule, go to the Call Demasi Sports Report blog. Type it in Google. It'll come up, and you'll see the schedule for today. It's also on my Facebook page, the Call Demasi Sports Report, so you can check it out there. So check out what games are going on tonight. Like I said, 7.30 tonight. You can hear right on ESPN Radio AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. The rematch, the third game of a series that was split one-on-one. Savannah High boys taking on Johnson boys over there at Armstrong and Lake State University Alumni Arena. I'll be doing the color. Kevin Thomas, the host of the out, will be doing the play-by-play. Georgia High School Wrestling Championships pushed back till next weekend because of the uh, snow and ice in Atlanta. Georgia High School Swimming Championships, we'll talk about that later on with Darby Wainer and Town. Smith, uh, we had some kids, uh, local kids, medal here from Savannah, Georgia, in the PGA Tour. The Northern Trust Open at uh, Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California. Brian Harmon is tied for fifth at six under. That's our Savannian Brian Harmon. And Blake Adams from Swainsboro is tied for seven. And Champions Tour, Gene Sowers is tied for 18th at two under. All right, we'll go come back with the college, what's going on in colleges at the end of the first hour. Armstrong, Savannah State, all-star baseball. They got basketball going on. And this cannot happen without my sponsor. Without 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, they have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics used to be called the Southeastern Orthopedics. Now it's called Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. That's comprehensive orthopedic care. And they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optum, that's O-P-T-I-M, health.com. Next up, we'll be talking lacrosse, the fastest game on two speed. The fastest game on two feet.
with the director of the RIP 10 lacrosse tournament, the fourth annual Ricky McAllister Memorial Tournament, being held over at Benedictine Military School with the man that's running the show, Dick McAllister. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, once again presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. They're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> That's right, it's Olympic time. It's the Winter Olympics over there in Sochi, Russia. Do we still call it Russia? Is that politically correct? And we got a lot of great athletes over there going on, but we got a lot of great athletes right here in Savannah, Georgia. And that's what the show's all about. I'm Carl Demasi, and we're talking local sports right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And once again, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And uh, there's a lot going on here in Savannah, Georgia. We got the Olympics going on on Go USA, Go USA. But we got something special that's happening right now here in Savannah, Georgia, and it's the fourth annual Ricky McAllister Memorial Lacrosse Classic, which is also known as the RIP 10 tournament, lacrosse tournament. I mean, Ricky McAllister was a friend of my son. He was an exceptional athlete. He was talented. He was a talented lacrosse player. Uh, I mean, he lost his life tragically in an automobile accident back in January of 2010. The tournament honors Ricky's four-year commitment to to the sport that has been the fastest-growing sport here in Savannah, Georgia, and in the South, and that's lacrosse. And all the funds that are raised from this tournament will go to the Ricky McAllister Foundation, which is to support uh, teen driving programs in the local schools and the youth lacrosse league in the coastal lo- lo- the coastal empire. And joining us now. On the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline is Ricky's dad, the director of the um, Ricky McAllister Foundation, and also the head coach of the two-time defending state lacrosse champions, the South Carolina Independent State Lacrosse Champions, the Benedictine Cadets, Coach Dick McAllister. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Carl. How are you, man? Hey, it's Saturday morning. We're talking sports, and we got the fastest game on two feet taking place here right in Savannah, Georgia, with 16 of uh, local top lacrosse programs. And I know you had a little glitch. you got to move it over to, to the uh, Benedictine uh, School uh, campus. Just give us an idea of what's going on and how it's going on. Live up, A live update over there at Benedictine. Well, Coach, we had to, uh, we had to scramble a bit yesterday. The scad fields were too wet to play on, and... Uh... BC you know, graciously invited us over um, and uh, allowed us to play on their fields. We actually we have built a lacrosse field in the back of the campus uh, over the last year, and we lined off a field in the front. Um, this is where the tournament should be. Actually, you know, this was this was uh, Ricky's home. So, um, and they're playing on a field named after Ricky. So, you know, what better place? We've got. 16 teams uh, coming. We've already started. We started at 8 o'clock this morning. We've got vendors out here. We've got some great Rip 10 shorts and other apparel, uh, lacrosse equipment, uh, you know, great food from Bubba's Barbecue. Uh, so it's uh, it's going to be a great day at uh, at BC for, uh, for lacrosse. We go from 8 o'clock this morning until 
6 o'clock tonight, and then again starting at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning until 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. I mean, it's such... It's such a, a great way to honor what Ricky stood about, the commitment to lacrosse, playing with uh, dedication, heart, soul, uh, sportsmanship, uh, character. And, I mean, it's the fourth annual. What I'm pretty impressed is that you told me the other day on the phone when we were setting up the interview is that you have teams that were put on waiting lists. That's, that's pretty special. When, that, when a tournament can uh, grow that fast in four years and now you've got teams waiting to get on it, you might need a, a bigger venue, uh, Coach, to get all these teams involved. Well, the nice thing is with, with Benedictine, we started looking at, at the venue here. We actually built a field in the front for the younger kids. We have our, we have our football practice field, which is, which has just been resodded. So, uh, once that, once that gets, uh, the grass growing in, which will be by the summer, uh, this venue will actually give us three fields and, you know, and allow us to expand the tournament by, you know, probably another uh, probably another eight teams. Wow, I mean, that's pretty impressive. When You know, you consider, Coach, you're from the north, I'm from the north. Lacrosse is really taking off, and now you're making a switch with your Benedictine team. You're not going to be playing the South Carolina Independent Schools League anymore. You're going to go Georgia High School League, which which is pretty impressive that it can go that quick in two years. Well, we will be, we will be significant road warriors, I can tell you that, because the closest teams... In, in Georgia High School or in Augusta, that's three hours away, and then every other team we play is in is in Atlanta. So we'll be on buses, we'll be we'll be rolling, but I think we'll be competitive. Uh, we've we've played uh, some of the Georgia High School teams, we played both of the Augusta teams and four teams out of Atlanta, and of those games, we've only I mean we lost two and we won four over the last two years. So I think we'll be competitive. We've got a we've got a good solid team. Um, we've got, uh, we've got another coach that's come on board, Dennis Daly, who has an incredible amount of, uh, uh, of history with lacrosse. He's been a lacrosse coach for almost 30 years. And, uh, so it's, you know, lacrosse is really growing and, and really, you know, gaining a foothold here in Savannah. And it's, it's just great to see all the kids playing. It sounds like it's growing as quick as the game is growing down here. Now, as far as the school goals, I know looking on on the, on your website, and I tried to put the schedule on my blog, the Call of the Mossy Sports Report blog, you have 16 teams. You have, I think, eight in the high school division, four in the under 15, and four in the under 11. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep, that's correct. And you're playing on two fields today, so you got games going on both fields, right? Got games going on both fields all day long. Now, if someone wants to come, what's the cost? And we all know it goes to a great foundation, the Ricky McAllister Foundation, which is to support teen driving programs in the area and help uh, increase uh, the youth getting involved. Not the youth, the youth. <laughs> My cousin Vinny, you know what I mean, Coach McAllister? <laughs> in the Coastal that. Empire. <laughs> you got it. It's all about the youths, and, uh, and we're talking about lacrosse here. Uh, how much it cost to get in, and uh, what do they need to do to get involved? There's no, there's no admission to get in. Uh, you can come and watch the games. Uh, what we ask is that you, uh, you go to our apparel tent, grab a pair of shorts, grab a, grab a tournament shirt or a visor, uh, or a Ricky keychain that'll, uh, that'll keep your kids safe when they, when they hook it up to their car keys. Uh, you know, we've got, we've got great food, great apparel. Uh, if you need some lacrosse equipment, we've got, uh, you know, we've got Lolax here, uh, from Charleston with, uh, lacrosse equipment, so, 
just come out and enjoy the day. It's beautiful. It's bright sunshine here, and uh, and we're having a great time. And how's the crowd so far? You got a lot of people out there already. Well, the parking lot the parking lot is completely full, and we're <laughs> and we've got cars probably forty forty down each side on Seawright Drive. So um, it's packed. There's probably there's probably eight hundred people here. Coach, I rode past there at eight fifteen, and the place was packed. So I can't. I don't know where you're going to put all these cars. <laughs> I don't know, but that's a good that's a good problem to have, isn't it? <laughs> it's a great problem. Well, Coach uh, Dick McAllister, uh, you're doing a great job. Once again, uh, remembering Ricky McAllister, your son, and uh, the, the lacrosse program, building it up here in Savannah, Georgia. Keep up the great work. Keep us informed. And uh, people don't know. We also got a lot of local kids uh, getting scholarships, which is pretty impressive also to play at the next level on the college level. Well, we, you know, the, nice, the nice thing about that is we've got, we've got two of our players from B.C. that, uh, that have uh, D1 scholarships to Mercer. Uh, we have one of our juniors, uh, Connor DeWitt, who is going to West Point. Um, the, the two that are going to Mercer are, are Dustin White and Zach Scott. And then we have uh, two uh, D2 uh, scholarships, including uh, one that is full tuition with William Cunningham, and uh, and Logan Wilkinson is going to Shorter University. So uh, from coming out of a you know basically a, a club program before he we went GHSA, you know, it's pretty impressive when you put on the field you know five kids out of your top ten that uh, that are going to have uh, that are going to be playing you know at the next level. Well, it's it's great, it's impressive, and it's it's going in the direction that I know Ricky dreamed of, and, and you you're carrying it on with your wife. Keep up the great work, and uh, anytime you got anything about lacrosse, uh, Coach, just let me know, and I'd love to talk about the community because that's what it's all about—local sports and how people like you and your wife and the community are are grasping this, are are, are um, you know taking this to the next level. Great job, Coach. You got it, Carl, and thank thank you for all of your support. You know, the only way that. The only way that we get it out into the community is is with guys like you promoting it, and uh, you know we we certainly thank you for your support. Hey, anything I can do, and uh, I know as you're thinking right now, go Cadets. Good luck on the road, there, Coach. <laughs> you got that right. Go Cadets. Appreciate it, Carl. Have a good day, and once again, all day long over at Benedictine Military School, we got the RIB RIP ten lacrosse classic or lacrosse tournament in honor of. Uh, Ricky McAllister, a young student over at BC, that his dream was to play a lot of lacrosse. It ended too short. But uh, once again, they're going to go on all day today till about 6 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow you'll have it till about 6 o'clock tonight. So if you could, get out there and uh, check out the RIP 10 lacrosse tournament. And all proceeds go to the Ricky McAllister Foundation, which supports our local teen driving programs and our local youth lacrosse programs to help them grow here in the Coastal Empire. Next up, the lady that has come back to take over the softball program and the basketball program at our alma mater. And she's a legend in Savannah, Georgia, and I know she's very humble, and I know she's not going to say this to you, but Marie Dotson doing a great job over there at St. Vincent's in the first year as the head coach of the Lady Saints in softball and basketball. We'll be right back with the Call of the Massey Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. 
And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm glad you could join me for the Call the Massey Sports Report, brought to you every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. And it's all right here every Saturday morning, and it's all part of the Southern Pigston Radio Network. And I'm Call the Massey. It's live. Uh, I mean, we're just talking about local sports. We got the RIP 10 lacrosse tournament going on right now at Benedict King Military School. And Coach McAllister came on. He's the director. He's the coach uh, of the Benedict King Military School lacrosse program. And it's a great fundraiser for the Ricky McAllister Foundation. Get over there. The place is packed. I drove by there at 8.15 this morning, and he's not kidding you. The place is packed. We got a lot of games going on. We got 16 high schools playing lacrosse. Uh, not 16 high schools. We got eight high schools, four under 15 teams and four under 11 teams, and it'll all end tomorrow afternoon with uh, the finals, roughly starting about 1 o'clock over there at Benedictine. Well, this, this lady came back home, and we uh, heard this last April. She was coming back to coach at her alma mater. She had spent 19 years at Savannah Country Day coaching the softball team. I mean, she's uh, been a Savannah Morning News coach of the year. She's won four regional softball championships. Her daughter is a product of her hard work and her husband's hard work, Catherine Dotson, who I'm proud to say is now a softball coach herself at the university, sorry, at Savannah State University. I was going to say the University of Tennessee. That's where she played. And uh, the lady the lady is, is class. The lady lady loves sports. The lady has been giving back to our youth for a many a year, and now she's back at her, at her own uh, high school, St. Vincent's Academy. She took on the softball program in the fall. Now she's got the basketball program. She's got a very young team that's in the state playoffs. They took a loss last night to the top team uh, in the region, Vidalia, but she's proud of it and you know, getting gaining experience. And she's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. Good friend, good lady. Love to talk to her whenever I can, and that's Marie Dotson. Good morning, Marie. Good morning, Carl. How you doing? Hey, I'm having a lot of fun just talking about local sports and talking about people like you that Love sports as much as I do, and uh, first of all, I know a tough one last night. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. I mean, we were disappointed in our performance. Um, we've been competitive in every game, really, this season, and we just came out a little flat and uh, didn't handle the pressure, and it was a physical game. But we're going to rebound today. We go back and play at 4 o'clock against Bryan County for the uh, third spot in the uh, region, and we're going to advance to the state, so I think... Um, that was pretty much my goal this year. We would love to be playing for a region championship. We played McIntosh hard, lost by one point, and took them to overtime. But last night, we just, it was one of those games where everything went wrong. But um, we're going to come out strong, I think, this afternoon. And, uh, and we're young. We're very young. We had two freshmen and two sophomores and a junior on the floor most of the uh, game last night. So we're building, and I don't think we've been to the state playoffs in the last four years. So... We're, we're going to go out strong today and hope to carry on next, uh, next, I think next week. The playoffs are actually on Friday. They moved them back and gain experience for next year, which I really think will be valuable for our team. 
You started out taking on a softball program in the fall, and uh, they were very respectable, and you brought them, brought them back to being in the games. Now you've taken a basketball team with a young team, bringing them back into the games. I mean, it, it's got to be it's got to be a feather in your cap, and I know you, you're modest, you're humble, but the girls have uh, brought into your system. Uh, what have the girls brought into Marie's system? I mean, you, you were successful at Country Day, now you're successful over here. Well, what's your philosophy and how are the girls buying into that now that you've got to sit back the past uh, six months? Well, I think that, first of all, heart, soul, hustle, and desire are the first four ingredients on any team. I think people have to buy in that you believe in them, you honestly want the best for them, and you're going to back them up all the way. Um, do the little things right, fundamental skills. We talk about in basketball, you know, uh, good passes, no turnovers, make your layups, make your free throws. Same thing in softball. When the ball's hit, you make the play. When you're up at the uh, bat, just put the ball in play. Don't hurt me. You know, do the little things right, and I think that always comes back to basic fundamental skills. It's it's all about who makes the most mistakes, and like you're saying, who whoever doesn't make the most mistakes in the game is going to win the game. And I, you know, you're playing against some good competition. Competition in basketball, Vidalia has always been a power. McIntosh Academy always has those big girls down there. So your team is young. I mean, looking at the roster, you know, I don't know if it's been updated, but on your roster, you got three juniors, seven sophomores, two freshmen. I mean, you got to be impressed in the way the girls have grown from the beginning from the beginning of the season to now, Marie. Right. Um, we kind of changed everything from what they did last year, and I threw a lot of things at them. I think it was a little bit overwhelming in the beginning, trying to, you know, change things and do things a little bit differently. But like I told them next year, everything will be so much easier since now that they know, you know, kind of the direction and what I expect from them and how we're going to play the game. And um, having this summer uh, will be valuable because I didn't have a whole lot of time last year trying to do softball and basketball at the same time in the summer, not even knowing the girls, not even knowing, you know, really their ability or what I had to work with. So I think next year I really have great expectations that we should, you know, compete for a region championship. I told them uh, last night, really, anybody could win the region championship this year. But unfortunately, we just came out a little flat. And I think inexperience and a little jitters kind of played a part in that. But um, we're going to have to grow up a lot today and really, you know, come out with confidence and, and show some spirit and, uh, you know, beat Bryant County today. Looking at your stats overall, uh, before the region playoffs, you're 14 and 9. You finished 9 and 4 in region. Your leading scorer is a freshman, uh, Sarah Stewart. Uh, Sarah Stewart. Your next leading scorer is a uh, sophomore, Taylor Deloach. Talk about the girls who've been stepping up and uh, how, how they've been making this, uh, this system work. Well, I mean, Sarah's a good athlete, and um, we expected a lot from her this year, and I think she's really turned it on in the last couple of games of the region tournament. So, I mean, you know, she's going to be a player for the next three years. And Taylor can jump out the gym. Um, you know, we just offensively need to work on a few moves, but she hustles. She gives it her all. And um, also we have Ann Scott, who's the center, and I really expect, you know, a lot of good things from her next year. Um, I have high expectations for her more than maybe she thinks herself. Uh, Maggie Ione is a junior, and she's coming and played an important role. And, um, you know, we have Maddie Powers, who's really our point guard, and I expect her to run the system, and she's a sophomore. So, you know, we've had a lot of support from the bench, Sydney Williams. Um, I have a freshman, Morgan Coleman, who came in and, and played a lot of the game last night as a freshman. So, 
You know, I think we have 10 or 12 girls just to really work around. And um, next year, with the influx of good freshmen, um, I've had a lot of incoming freshmen that are going to be there next year, both in softball and basketball, which should make it a competitive situation, which is really what you want. You've made that competitive. They've been in a lot of games, and uh, you know, last night was uh, you know maybe just jitters, like you said. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about you now. You're back at your alma mater. You've been there now since uh, August, well, really since uh, May when you May when uh, when the uh, summer program started. Has it been a great experience for you coming back and giving back to your uh, to your school. Oh yes, it's just like coming back home, and um, like I've never been away. A few things have changed, but the people are great. The teachers are great. The administration has backed us up, and um, I really couldn't ask to be in a better place right now. Um, it's it's so funny. Some of the, the sisters that taught me are still down there. They say, Coach, you're going to win tonight? <laughs> so I feel there's a little bit of pressure from above. <laughs> so it, it's been great, and um, I look forward to many years to try to establish a really a program that has pride and prestige down at St. Vincent's and, and kind of leave a mark there. Well, you're leaving your mark already. Uh, the improvement can be seen by the community. And i got to end on this note. Uh, we know the saying, like father, like son. Well, I'm going to go with you, like mother, like daughter. Pretty proud of uh, Catherine over there coming back to be coach, eh, coach? Well, you know, she really wasn't interested in coaching, she said. But I, I would say I, I won't say I told you so, but after <laughs> being away from the game for a few months, it was just in her blood and uh, – she saw me coach a few basketball games, and I saw her over there talking to some of my players. And um, she said, Mom, I just had to come over and tell them a few things that I saw that they needed to do to, to be a little bit better. And I looked at her, and I said, well, there you have it. So um, it's a great experience for her to be at Savannah State. I go and watch the games. She says, Mom, you coming to the games? And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. And actually, they're in Jacksonville today, this weekend playing. So... You know, I'm proud of her. It's kind of funny that there are two Coach Dotsons now. It kind of took me by surprise when somebody calls her Coach Dotson, and I turn around and look, and they're talking to her. So I'm proud of her. She's, she's done a great job, and, and I hope you know she gets as much out of coaching as I have. Well, I know you've given a lot. You've given a lot of time and effort, and all the girls that you touched over the years keep up the great work. And I look forward to talking to you more about your programs. And once again, it's it's always a pleasure, and you do a great job. And uh, keep it going today, and I'm going to wish you the best of luck because I know you really want this one. Okay, thanks, Carl. We're going to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> the Lady Saints, they're going to go get it today. They'll be playing at 4.30 today. Uh, I'll give you the specifics of the schedule later on, but they'll be playing for the third place seed, which makes it a little easier when you 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 know you don't have to take on number one seed when you get into that state tournament, which will start next Friday because of all the uh, iced-out games. But that's Marie Dotson from St. Vincent's Academy. Great job, great coach. She's been doing it a long time. And you know the Dotson family. I mean, a lot of athletic ability, and now the daughter, Catherine Dotson, is on the sidelines, roaming the sidelines just like mom has for many years. Next up, we'll be wrapping up the first hour. We'll talk a little bit of college, what's going on in college. Like Marie said, the, the uh, Savannah State Lady Tiger softball team down there in Florida will let you know where all, all the uh, local colleges are playing today, and there's a lot going on, so uh, stay tuned. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Board, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And that's WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back 
to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio, AM 14 and 104.3 FM for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. And uh, it's all presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics. Same great place, just a different location. Used to be Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optimal Orthopedics, and they're doctor-led and patient-focused. Well, we're, we're running quickly here through the first game, which is the first hour, 9 until 10, and then we'll be back from 10 until 11. And I'd like to thank my guest in the first hour, Dick McAllister, who's over there running the RIP-10 Memorial Lacrosse tournament it's a packed house over benedictine it's free go in there and i mean just uh support them buy a pair of uh lacrosse shorts a visor a keychain t-shirt and of course marie dotson over there at st vincent's doing a great job back at her alma mater taking over the softball and basketball programs and they'll be playing today in the region consolation game for the girls to see if they'll be the number three seed or four seed out of region two double a on the college scene remember armstrong atlantic Basketball is at Flag Flagler University. That's at 1.30 ladies, 3.30 men. Baseball's home taking on Augusta State in a doubleheader today in a single game tomorrow. Softball is home taking on Mars Hills right now at 10.30. Well, about a half an hour first pitch at 10.30. And then they'll take on St. Leo at 2.30. Savannah State basketball is home today against North Carolina A&T. Ladies at four, men at six. The baseball program, that's right, Division One baseball opens up today. They're at Presbyterian College, or is it Presbyterian University? Uh, the softball is in Florida, like we said in the previous uh, quarter. Marie Dotson telling us about Catherine Dotson becoming a softball coach at Savannah State. At ten o'clock, they take on Ohio University. At two, at twelve fifteen, they take on Troy University, and then at tomorrow. They'll take on the Salukis from Southern Illinois at two six at uh, on February sixteenth tomorrow. So uh, that's the local college scene. As far as last night at the Region One Three A tournament during the halftime of the girls game, they honored Ron Love, the legendary basketball coach over at Savannah High that was taken too quick from us. And Tim Jordan came in and took over the program, and we know where the program's gone. Tim Jordan and Ron Love have made that one of the most uh, noteworthy or known basketball, high school basketball programs here in the state of Georgia. They had the Ron Love, the 18th annual Ron Love Memorial Scholarship Award Ceremony, and it goes to Savannah High's Ron D'Angelo Hillard, okay? And uh, Ron Curran is uh, going to be uh, playing football at Savannah State on a full ride. He also got the $1,000 scholarship. Uh, you have to have an 80 average or better, and you have to have a written essay, and you, your coach and your school counselor has to uh, uh, acknowledge your achievements. The four candidates were from A.E. Beach High School was Derek Alonzo McKinney. Then you had from Islands High School, John Wesley Carter III. Then Savannah, from South C. Johnson, you had Daryl Avery Myers Jr., who's going to Vildasta on a full football ride to play wide receiver. He'll be playing basketball tonight. So, and so will the winner from Savannah High, Kawan Ron, Karan, D'Angelo Hillard, uh, they'll be playing tonight against each other there. Don't forget, we got a lot coming up. Next week, I'll be over at Grayson Stadium doing a live remote from the Stay in Savannah, Savannah Baseball Classic, presented to you by ESPN Radio. We'll be live from Grayson Stadium. Stop by. 
Maybe you get on the radio show and give me your opinion about local sports. That'll be next weekend. Uh, we got a lot. We got a football camp coming up um, that ESPN is involved in. It's supposed to be a big deal. Uh, it's supposed to get the kids ready ready for uh, the upcoming uh, football season. It's called the Explosive Southern Pigskin Camps, March eighth at Calvary Day School. And what's very what's unique about this camp? It's done by professional players and, prof and uh, college coaches. Okay, um, the SouthernPigskin.com, a connection with ESPN Radio Savannah, uh, will hold the first camp March eighth at Calvary Day School and March twenty twenty second at the Trembling Earth Recreation Complex in Waycross. So we got one here right here in Savannah, Georgia, and then one out there in Waycross. That's on March 8th here in Savannah, Georgia at Calvary Day School. Go to ESPNCoast.com. It's $40 to register. It looks like it's going to be a great camp. We'll get more into this as we get closer. But once again, that's what's special about ESPN Radio Savannah. They're giving back to the community. We'll be up. We'll be talking now, or we'll be coming up next with hour number two. And hour number two... We'll be talking to the columnist, Stephen Weeks. We'll have our weathering team, Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from Savannah Arts Academy, Darby Wayner. And we'll talk in the last quarter. Okay, I got a mind block right here. So uh, I'll come back with my guest for that last quarter. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report. We'll be right back after intermission. And remember, hour number two, game number two starts at 10 o'clock. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head and 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> this is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Savannah and the Low Country, and welcome to hour number two, or as I like to say, game number two of the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, that used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optum Orthopedics, same great place, same location, 210 East Durant Avenue, and it's all brought to you right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and now we're a part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Hour number two, we're here. We're talking local sports. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get into right into give you a recap of last night's scores. Then we'll get into my guest who's waiting patiently on the ESPN Radio AM 1400 104.3 hotline, the columnist Stephen Elmo Weeks. On the hardwood, last night in Region 3A, girls, Calvary beat Savannah Christian 55-33. Savannah Christian boys beat... ECI, Emanuel County, 63-58. They'll go to the next stage, the quarterfinals of the single-A tournament. In Region 2A, Vidalia takes care of St. Vincent, 68-38. But freshman Sarah Stewart, another 11 points for the St. Vincent's Lady Saints. They'll play for the third-place game today at 4 p.m. at Bruton Parker. In 
A, Triple A. Uh, Johnson Girls knock off the number four, the number fourth ranked team in state, Tattnall County, 55-41, to take on the Beach Lady Bulldogs, who beat Pierce County, 68-51. In the boys' side, I'm excited about it. You gotta be excited about it. Savannah High beats Southeast Bullock. This is the boys, 81-38. Johnson beats New Hampstead. So we got a Johnson Savannah High rematch for the championship over there in Armstrong Atlantic State. And that'll take place at 7.30 tonight. And it'll be live here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And I'll be doing the color. And Ke- Kevin Thomas, the host of Three and Out, will be doing play by play. On, in 4A, that's South Effingham. They'll be continuing their tournament on Monday. The Lady Mustangs are still in it. In Region 5A, 3-5A, we had the championships. FEM County Lady Rebels 43, Ware County 41. And in the Girls' Constellation, Richmond Hill beat Glen Academy for the third place spot, 34-22. And in the boys, Jenkins takes care of FEM County 72-68. I heard it was uh, an exciting game. They'll, uh, so Jenkins is the number one seed. FEM County number two in the state playoffs starts next Friday. And the boys' Constellation, Bradwell takes care of the Wildcats 61-56. Okay, that's the scoreboard, and I know he's waiting pace. He's got a lot to tell us about local golf. And joining us now on the ESPN Radio, Savannah AM, 1400, 104.3 FM radio hotline, is the columnist, Stephen Elmo Weeks. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, good morning, Carl. How's it going there, buddy? Uh, it's going good, man. It's a beautiful day. And, uh, you know, great to see this weather break a little bit so we can, you know, we can spend some time outdoors. I hear you. I mean, it's been a while, and... All of the Georgia high school state playoffs have been pushed back because of the the, uh, the ice and the snow up there in Atlanta. Wrestling's been pushed back to uh, next week. But uh, I know you, you're an avid basketball fan. you got to love it. we got the third game between that Savannah High and Johnson uh, high school rivalry that's been going on for the last two, three years here. The two best teams as far as boys goes. you got to be excited about it also. Yeah, I did. You know, I was out at uh, Richmond Hill. I saw Jenkins play. I covered it for the Savannah Morning News on uh, on. Thursday night, and that that Jenkins team looks like a, an extremely uh, good basketball team with a chance to play deep into the state tournament. And of course, now you know playing with heavy hearts after uh, the the death of Rashad Span, who was just on the team a couple of years ago and was a tremendous basketball player. I think they they may have something brewing, and uh, you know we may have more than one state champion come out of Savannah this year. I mean, it would be pretty special to see at least two or three come out of there. And on the girls' side, Calvary's been hot. On the uh, Johnson girls, first time since 1979. And I know you followed as close as I do. But i got to ask you a quick, quick question, Steve. Uh, Stephen, you, you've grown up here. I mean, there's no there's no value on life anymore, is there? Yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> it, it's a strange thing that's happened in Savannah. Um, and a dis- disturbing thing that's happened in Savannah over the last, you know, Crime has always been an issue in Savannah. I got born and raised here, and when I was growing up, Carl, you know, we were we weren't really allowed to go downtown at night because it was that dangerous. That was when the Jivens gang was around, and and uh, it was a, downtown was a very very dangerous place. You know, the Savannah College of Art and Design has has certainly changed the scope of downtown, but Savannah is still a very dangerous place to live. There's no question about it, and I think that. Uh, there's really no overlooking the racial tensions that um, that that still exist here in Savannah. We we still see you know, far too much crime uh, by black males in Savannah, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with education system, and a lot of it has to do with just the perpetuation of a of a really uh, disturbing societal 
uh, trend here. I, I don't know what's going on, but I was really, really saddened to see to see that story about Rashad Spann. I watched him play several times for Jenkins. He was a terrific basketball player. Seemed like a nice, polite young man. Didn't know him personally. Just you know, interviewed him a couple times. And heartbreaking to see uh, uh, a talented young man like that cut down. Uh, you know, before he had a chance to live his life. It's unbelievable. All right. Well, let's swing it now. Let's go. Let's swing it now. And a little pun on the words. Let's go to a more positive side of what's going on here in Savannah, Georgia. That's golf. And I know you wanted to touch on the Bacon Park story. O.C. Welch coming in. You you reported about the big party they had over there February 1st. Uh, tell us uh, your uh, perspective on what's going on over there at Bacon Park. Yep. I just spoke with those guys yesterday, and they are in there. They have announced that they will be hosting a grand opening uh, scramble tournament on March 8th. And I think it's going to be a really exciting time. They're going to, you know, not only are they going to have the tournament, which will, which will tee off at 1 p.m. With, with a shotgun start, but they're going to do a reception afterwards. Probably, I, I would be, you know, I, I'd, I'd expect to see a couple hundred people. They'll have music, I'm sure. Um, I went out there for that, that first community day. It was the first day party, you know, where they, they came in. And I'll tell you, Carl, the excitement was, uh, was really, uh, palpable in the air. You know, it was a terrible night to be outside. It was, it was, uh, kind of wet and soggy and cold. And there were probably two or three hundred people that, that ended up showing up. And I, I think that's a testament to how excited everybody is to have, uh, O.C. Welch and, and his, and his staff come in and, Try to revitalize this uh, this golf course, which which is a which has been in the past a, a hub for community activity in Savannah. I, I really think that you know we we can see some special things happening over there. Well, I'm excited about it. Sounds like they're going to be doing a lot of great things over there. And I know, like you said, and I'm going to requote you because you know more about the golf scene than I than, than I do. And that is, be patient because it's going to take time. Well, I'll say this. Everybody's uh, expressed so much excitement. Everybody said, oh, boy, we can't wait to get OC in there. This is going to be great. Well, March 8th will be the uh, the litmus test, and that will show us, are people just giving this lip service or are they actually excited about Bacon Park again? Because, you know, if you get a good crowd out there, and, and it, it, it'll, it'll build upon itself. Now, the golf course is not going to be in – in a terrific shape right now, and, and they've been very honest about that. They're working on putting a plan together that would allow it to get back in good shape. It's not going to be in good shape on March 8th. It'll be in similar condition to to what we've seen you know, over the last year or so, but at the same time, it's still an opportunity for the community to – to, to back up the lip service with, with their, you know, with their participation. So if people show up and you have a good crowd, I think that's, uh, I think that'll be a nice demonstration of what's to come at Bacon Park. Excitement. That's what it's all about. I think O.C. Welch is going to bring, bring the excitement back to that whole scene. And let's go to the other side. You're talking about, you know, people growing up there, playing there. Well, local guy right now, Brian Harmon at the Northern Trust uh, Open, in uh, playing at the R Rivera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, California. I mean, he's tied for 50, six under. He's only three off the pace. Uh, sounds pretty exciting to me. What's your interpretation of the whole thing? Yeah, you know, I just wrote about Brian a couple, three weeks ago, and he immediately went into a nosedive and missed, and missed, uh, missed two cuts in a row. But, you know, you never, for a guy as talented as Brian Harmon, you never know when it, when the, when the light switch is going to come on. Obviously, it came on this week. He's three off the pace in, 
at one of the most historic venues in, on the PGA Tour, you know, uh, you know, in terms of Riviera. Um, that's a place where all the greats have won. It's a place where, you know, it really means something to win at Riviera because they've been playing there since the 50s. They're out in Los Angeles. And it's a, it's a terrific golf tournament that, that I think everybody looks forward to. Not going to be really low scoring. You know, I was watching yesterday, and the golf course is set up pretty difficult. It's faster than it usually is. So I don't think we're going to see anybody shooting 63, 62, or something like that. That might be a, that might be a good thing for Brian, you know. He probably needs to throw a 65 up on the board at some point to see if, see if he can catch some of these guys that are going a little lower. But I'll tell you, um, the, the two rounds he's played so far have been by far his best two rounds of the, uh, of the calendar year, you know, 2014. So he obviously turned it around. He's got, it feels good. And, uh, hopefully he can, you know, make a push today and, and have a chance tomorrow to get his first win. I'm a Savannah junkie. I love listening to local guys, local players. And when I had that interview on the, uh, the PGATour.com uh, website. I was excited about it. I posted on my Facebook. It's just watching the kid grow, and you know, he graced the Prep Sports Report way back when, when he was in high school, when he was at Savannah Christian. I just get the chills talking about him, and uh, you know, it, it's really exciting. And now, I haven't met this guy personally, but Gene Sowers now is playing at the Ace Group Classic over at Twin, Twin Eagles Country Club in Naples, Florida. He's two under. Give us your take on Gene. What you see? What, what Gene's going to do this year? Gene Sowers. Yeah, you know, you know, Gene, uh, Gene's gonna do the same thing he always does, and the thing he's done ever since he's been a professional golfer, he's gonna be consistent, he's gonna give himself a chance to, to win. Uh, you know, he, he wasn't able to break through last season, he had a bunch of top tens, he had a, he had a tie for second in a playoff, and of course here in Savannah, he, he made a late push to tie for second in the, in the last Liberty Mutual, uh, Legends of Golf, but, um, you know, Gene last week finished in the top 20. He's he's always going to be in the fairway. He's always going to be on the green. And it's just a matter of which week will Gene make enough putts to, uh, you know, to, to, to get near the top of the leaderboard. Gene's never going to play himself out of a golf tournament. But uh, he'll give himself chances. And one of these weeks he's going to make enough putts, and I think he'll give himself a win. Well, I'm rooting for him. And uh, quickly, we got about a minute here, so you got a minute, the minute drill here, not the two-minute drill. Anything coming up in the well, newspaper? Quick, Any uh, local quick, uh, MO Weeks articles? I forget about the we, – we, Carl, we've got two guys that are on the – we've got two Savannah players playing in the the uh, inaugural tournament of the year for the Web.com Tour. Chris Epperson and uh, Tim O'Neill are both down in Bogota, Colombia, playing on the Web.com, on the web.com Tour. They both they, – the Web.com Tour starts its season in Latin America. And uh, Epperson will make the cut. He's tied for 50th. Uh, Tim O'Neill right now is on the golf course, needs a birdie to get inside the cut line. So go to web.com, tour.com, or whatever <laughs> whatever the website is, and you can follow Tim trying to make trying to make one birdie in his last three holes to uh, to get inside the cut line. No, you're pretty right there. It's the web.com tour. Uh... Uh, so dot uh, com. So get on it and check it out. I know Stephen will run up against time quickly in thirty seconds. Anything tomorrow in the paper from Elmo Weeks? Yeah, I, I'll have a notebook in the paper. We're going to be talking about this Bacon Park Grand Opening, and then you know, in the next week, I'm, I'm working on a story about the role of golf in the black community in Savannah for uh, for Black History Awareness Month, and I'm really looking forward to getting to getting that story out there. I think there's there's a ton of um, Really cool people that I've been able to talk to um, in the black community who uh, who really love golf, and obviously golf wasn't easy for them for a long time. And 
um, they appreciate the opportunities they have now to uh, you know to play and, and be a part of of the golf community in Savannah. So I think I think it's going to be a great story. I'm really looking forward to uh, to putting it out there. Once again, Stephen, always a pleasure. And as, I, as I've coined you, it's Stephen. It's the columnist, Stephen Elmo Weeks. Keep up the great work, and I look forward to your article tomorrow. And uh, anytime you have anything, buddy, just give me a call, and let's, let's promote it to the, uh, to the local uh, people of Savannah, Georgia. Thanks, Carl. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, everybody get outside today. It's a pretty day. You got it. Enjoy it with your son. Go play some hoops. You got it. Take care. And that's Stephen. Elmo Weeks, the columnist from the Savannah Morning News, giving us his weekly update on what's going on golf in the area. He's a born and bred young man from Savannah, Georgia. I mean, knows his stuff, knows his Savannah sports history, uh, part of the greater Savannah Athletic Hall of Fame. So, uh, great guy, great, 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 uh, person to get information about Savannah sports. And, uh, once again, we'll try to have him on every week talking about what's going on in the golf scene. Well, this cannot happen without my sponsors. There's 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, and it's all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. And remember, that doctor-led and patient-focused. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optum, that's O-P-T-I, Health.com. OptumHealth.com. Next up, the Weathering Team Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Savannah Arts Academy swimmer. She's only a junior, Darby Wayner. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And yes, that's the... The Olympic theme, and that's what we got going on right now is the Olympics. But it's the Winter Olympics, and I know I'm going to jump to the Summer Olympics here. Maybe a couple of years down the road we might see this young lady. But remember, today's show, first of all, I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report. And it's brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And like I said... The Olympic themes, we got the Winter Olympics going on, uh, but, you know, the sport of swimming is a Summer Olympic event, and, uh, you know, I've had some really, really good swimmers on the show over the years. Uh, Patricia Forrester, which I just learned, is going to be swimming in the STC Championship next week, and she's been doing really well because this young lady was also one of the co-swimmers of the year last year with Savannah Morning News, and that's the skinny on her. Uh, you know, she qualified for the state meet in four events, the 200 individual medley, the 100 breast, the 50 free, and the 100 free. She could only pick two in, in individual events, and she could have two relay events. She finished third in the 100 free with a 51.53 time. That's an All-American. That's to be considered an All-American. And then in the 100 breast, she finished 100. Uh, sorry, she finished that. One minute and four seconds, which is another All-American consideration time. And what she was telling me, she just missed off like three-tenths of a second to being first. So she's right there. She also anchored the 400 relay, which finished ninth and swam the breaststroke and the 200 
Medley Relay, which finished 8th, all for the Savannah Arts Academy, which finished 12th out of 45 teams in the state meet. Pretty, pretty, pretty neat. And she was here as a ninth grader, and when she came in as a ninth grader, she was really shy, and I could tell she's matured over the last two years. She's excited about being here. Joining us now in the ESPN Radio AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio from Savannah Arts Academy, junior swimmer, Darby Wayne. Good morning, Darby. Good morning. How's it going? It's good. I mean, and, and if, you know, we're on radio, so I'm going to paint the picture here. She's in here in her G-Cat uh, warm-up suit with her hair pulled up and it's wet, so she just got out of the pool. So, I mean, it's just like any sport. You have to dedicate yourself. And I'm telling you, talking to these young swimmers over the years, and, you know, they come in smelling like chlorine, which is great. I love that smell because I used to run a pool for five years up in New York, and it reminds me of my days of run running a summer uh, summer facility up there in New York. And it, it's just pretty special. And uh, I know you love the sport. You've been around the sport. First of all, congratulations on another great Georgia High School State Association swim meet. Thank you. And you're right there. You're close. Now, did they give you bronze medals? They did. Oh, so we, we have the Olympic theme right there. You know, gold for first, silver for second, and bronze for uh, third. It's not too bad bringing home some uh, bronze medals. And, uh, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You know, when, when did you start swimming? I mean, you just jump in the water and say, I like this. When did you start swimming? When I was six, uh, summer league swimming with Alip Hope. And, and who got you into the swimming? Was it your parents, your brother, sister? It was my friends from school. They just like, come and join, come and swim. So I was like, why not? And then I think I hated it. And then I came back like a month later and loved it. Yeah, so your friends, a little peer pressure got you involved. They're not mom and dad, eh? Yes, sir. Does mom and dad have anything to do with swimming? Or they just say, oh, go, go to it? Yeah, they do everything for me. <laughs> they drive me. They beat me. They they, I wouldn't be in something without them. Unofficially, they're, they're your managers. They make sure you get the places. And, and, and then they'll let Coach Forrester with the G-Cats coach you, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, you know, swimming, okay? I, I'll be honest with you. I grew up on the water, on a canal, uh, went to pools. I mean, I just never got, you know, maybe because I wasn't fast. I, lo I love the backstroke, though. But uh, what about the sport of swimming? What do you appreciate most about it? And what do you enjoy most about, about it? Well, the sport of swimming itself is great for everyone but um thing i like best about swimming is all the friends and teammates that you make because without them you wouldn't i wouldn't be where i was now so they're everything so you know even though it's an individual sport because you you do your own individual event it's also people don't understand you know i mean it's crazy i mean you could paint the picture more than i because you're, you're there all the time just when i walked into the aquatic center one time for a swim meet the electricity with all the teams screaming and hollering how do you hear somebody in the water you i don't i don't usually hear them because you're too focused in your event and everything but sometimes when you turn on the wall and they're like right in your face that's the best feeling ever because that means that they're there for you and okay well you you explain that to me because I, I can never understand they're at the edge of the pool they're screaming they're hollering you're in the water. How do you hear them? But uh, like you said, when you see them standing there, that's, uh, I mean, it's got to be motiva motivational right there when they're all pulling for you. Especially when you're neck and neck with someone. <laughs> when you now, you know, like I said, I just, you won two bronze medals for the 100 free and 100 breast. Okay, you're also involved in the 400 free and the 200 medley. Now, explain to everybody what the 200 medley is. The relay? Um, well, there's four swimmers, and we made A finals, so we had... We got to walk out with all the other teams, and the, the first swimmer swims backstroke, next swimmer swims breaststroke, next swims fly, and the last swim is free. And each of them swim down and back a 50. And so my friend Devin went first in the backstroke, 
and then I went breaststroke, and then Sarah, Hannah went breast a uh, fly, and then um, Amanda went free, and we got eighth, which was really we were really happy with that. Top eight teams, and uh, you know, you guys are in three uh, A, right? Yes, in but the classification three A. It was a one through five A state meet. Oh, so, so they clump everybody together. Yeah, wow. that we got four. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Uh, now, as far as Derby goes, what do you consider your best event? I mean, because you know you got the breaststroke, the uh, free, the fly. There's so many different. What's What's Derby's best uh, event? I don't like to limit myself to one event. I like swimming them all. Well, not the distance, but I like the sprint free. I enjoy swimming. I am, even though it's really hard. And then breaststroke, I can do whenever. I feel like it sometimes. So no. I don't like limiting myself to one event. No, but if, you know, if I'm a coach, college coach and I come see Darby Wayne, what do you think the, the coach is going to notice? Your versatility or a specific event? Um, well, coaches like to see that you can swim three, three events or more to score for their team. So I think that it'll be good because I can swim the sprints and for the relays, double the points. So you got to have different facets. You got to be versatile. That's what they're looking for in college swimmers, eh? Yes, sir. Nice to learn that something new because usually in you know, football they're looking at a specific, specific position: basketball, baseball. But that's pretty neat. So uh, something I just learned this morning. Now we know all about training now, and you know people don't understand. You have water training and you have land training in swimming. I learned that too. I, I mean, that's what's great about this show. You learn from the kids because they. T I said you guys lift weights and you work out on land. I mean, what's your routine that makes you a better swimmer? Well, we have dry land and we have swimming. So dry land, which no one seems to understand, is like a swimmer term because it's not in the water. And we don't do we don't do weights because my coach doesn't believe in weights because we haven't completely fully grown. But um, we do a ton of ab workouts. We run before practice. We do pull ups and um, medicine balls sometimes. But that's a lot of the outside, and then we really do a lot. In the pool. In the pool. Well, you know, dry land or whatever you call it, land training, whatever it is. I mean, it all depends on the coach. Some coaches believe in weight training for all sports. Some coaches don't believe in it. And, you know, it all depends on the philosophy. And, you know, it might be different when you get to the next level. So, you know, but they do do work outside the pool. It's not just jump in the pool and swim. So, so as Darby just said, you know, uh, you got to do ab work. You got to do conditioning, stamina, right? That's all part of it, right? Yes, sir. So, and I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to Carl Demasi Sports Report. Right now, we're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic section of my show. And we have Darby Wayner uh, from the Savannah Arts Academy. She just brought home two bronze medals from the Georgia High School State Association Swim Meet. Uh, now, are there any sports you play or want to play? You have any time to do anything else? In the fall, I do cross country. And I made the state team with Swim Arts, which is really exciting. And I do it as a cross training because it really helps me with swimming and endurance everything and i don't have any time to do another sport throughout the year but fall i do cross country and i like that a lot do you have any free time i mean now you do cross country then you're doing swimming and i bet you before you go to school you're in the water then you go cross country then you're back on water. you have any free time to do anything else yeah because i swim in the morning before school and then i go straight to the pool after school and then i get home around 7 30 eat homework and sometimes when i have time I read, but it's just go, go, go. Go, go, go. Well, I, like I know it. I didn't put this on your list, but um, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, and I apologize. And if you're her teammates and you're listening, uh, I'm going to ask her to give a shout-out to your teammates that, you know, had a good high school season. I know you can get into G-Cats and your you swim team, but let's, high school is a short season. What about your high school teammates? Anybody that really impressed you that improved a lot? Um, well, I could tell you that all of them, let's see. Amanda, without her, we wouldn't have um, had a great relay 
um, and being on the Amanda who? Amanda Voriak. There you go. She swims for SST, which is the other team on your rival, but we won't say that. <laughs> but she's on my high school team. And then um, Ashley Hannah and Sarah Hannah, sisters, great teammates, supporters, never negative. Devin Haran, who's a great everything. <laughs> She um, had a really good state meet on our relays and everything. Happy with that. And I think some of the guys, Jason Peckett, Tyler Rucker, John Taxis, really great teammates and friendly and supportive. See, but you know, and tell the people. I know, uh, you know, we we, we got to, you know, I'm going to go a little over on this. So I'll make it quick. Tell, tell us about the experience of. You know, we have the Savannah Arts Academy, we have Jenkins, we have Windsor Forest, we have, I don't know, Groves, whoever. I mean, you're all coming from different schools and you're practicing together. What's that like? Well, we all know each other because all of us swim year-round, so we all swim with each other every day. But um, most of the people who make state meet are from Savannah Arts Academy, and then we have several, like, couple people mm -hmm. from other schools, Jenkins, Winter Forest, Early College, and um, New Hampshire. And so when we all go to state meet, which is the big meet that we really look forward to, it, we all know each other, so it's a lot of fun, and we support each other. So. Now, you just said you have SST, Savannah Swim Team, you have GCATS, Georgia Coastal Aquatic Center Team, and you guys swim together on the same team. It, it, I mean, what's that like? I mean, like, like you just said, some of your best friends on your high school team are from the other teams. I mean... Well, we don't have a huge rivalry. I mean, SST and GCAT are two different teams, but when it comes to high school, we're we're going to swim as fast as we can for mm. each other because we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're doing a great job. And like I said, you're here as a ninth grader. You're back as a junior. Tell us quickly about Savannah Arts Academy. What do you like about it? The teachers, the classes are hard. And, I mean, it's hard, but I love learning and excelling. So, See, but, you know, the, the notion is kids that go to the Arts Academy don't want to play or do athletics or play sports, which is totally incorrect, right? <laughs> Completely. We have, like, some of the best sports, I think, in Savannah. And, yeah, swimming and soccer. We don't have a football team, which is kind of a shame, but... Um, I can always go to other schools to watch their football games. I, I mean, uh, definitely. And, uh, you know, being the first athletic director there, I mean, the kids love sports. I mean, they might be a musician. They might be a dancer. What's your uh, major or yours? Chorus. Chorus. Okay. A singer that swims. Okay. So, you know, you know, it, it, they could be a piano player, a pianist. I mean, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. The kids love their sports, soccer, uh, wrestling, like we just said, swimming. So, you know, I give these kids a lot of credit because besides doing athletics, they also got schoolwork, athletics, and their uh, their choice, their major. They also got schoolwork, so it's pretty impressive. Quickly now, Coach Smith, Coach Best. I know it's not like Coach Forrester, but you know, tell us about Coach Best and Coach Smith uh, coaching you guys. I love them both. They're very young and outgoing and laid back, and that's what our, it's a great atmosphere when we go to state because we don't want any stress and we swim fastest when we're having fun. <laughs> All right, and uh, you know, college. You're only a junior, but there are a lot of colleges looking at you, right? Right. Or I'm I'm looking at um, schools in the SEC and ACC, and then some schools like Penn State or Arizona. Not necessarily SEC or ACC, but yeah. Well, you're only junior. You got another year to go in high school. You got a lot more swimming to go. I mean, if you had to tell me right now, what would be your dream job? What would you want to be after swimming? Is it over? Um, probably a college coach who 
college, there's college coaches and there's nutritionists and maybe one of those, a physical therapist in college for swimmers. That'd be awesome. Well, Darby, I'm glad you made it back here. And last year you were the Savannah Morning News uh, co-swimmer of the year with your good friend Patricia Forrester. Keep up the great work. We're going to have you back here next year when you say, I'm going to go to Tennessee, Georgia Tech, or wherever it may be, Arizona. You never know. But once again, great work. And, you know, and you know, it's not just me. I really am proud of the, the, the athletes that are, are in the other sports that, you know, don't get much recognition like swimming and uh, golf and tennis. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could talk about basketball, football all day long, but you've done a great job. Back here again, two-time Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week for February 15, 2014. Darby Weiner from the Savannah Arts Academy right here on the call of the Massey Sports Report. There you go. Thank you. Good job. Hang out there. We just got to give Dr. Bart Weatherington a little uh little credit here because he is the sponsor of the Weddington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. He's been with me since I started this show. He is an avid sports fan. He coaches baseball. He, he's involved in everything. And remember, if your back hurts or another body part hurts all the time and makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something and throw it throw it across the room. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief in to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue right here in Savannah, Georgia. Once again, they will help you with all your lower back or your back needs. Next up, we're going to try and talk to the head coach of the Savannah Chatham County Public School Swim Team, while co-head coach Townsley Smith. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Big Skin Radio Network. I'll tell you right now, this show always flies by. I can't believe we're already into the third quarter of the second hour, the second game, and uh, i got to go right to this uh, young lady. She was very successful this past summer with her summer swim team, the Wilmington Island Barracudas. They won the city championship, and now she jumps in the pool. She's also a teacher and is the co-head coach of the Savannah Chatham County Public Swim Team. It's one of the only schools put together one swim team, and her and Karen Best uh, coach them up, and they go to the state meet, and uh, I mean, they probably have a lot of fun with us. So joining us now, right now, or joining me now on ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline is the Savannah Chatham County co-head swim coach, Townsley Smith. Good morning, Townsley. Good morning, Carl. Hey, it's uh, Saturday morning. We're talking local sports. I just had one of your swimmers on as the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, uh, Darby Wayne, a great kid. And uh, once again, Amy, you're making a splash. I mean, uh, the summer you bring home the trophy. You got kids bringing home medals at the state meets. I mean, what's so special about swimming to Townsley Smith? It's just a great sport. I mean, honestly, all our swimmers that we have, um, Chatham County has about 55 um, swimmers. We took 15 to the state meet. Um, it's just a great group. They're all very dedicated, fun, um, hardworking, and it's just kind of a great group to be around. Now, you said you have 55 kids from different schools. How do you work out a practice schedule with all these kids? 
We do uh, um, just a general practice. I mean, we have after school four days a week. Um, you know, swimmers like such as Darby and the more year-round swimmers train a little bit, a lot more actually, <laughs> a lot more than we do. But um, all the schools just practice at the same time. Um, they all have their different caps on, but they all have to compete separately. But it's all big, one big team. Um, and Coach Best and I just run practices. Um, it works out very well. Well, and tell us about working with Car and Best. I mean, do you both have specific roles, or you get together and make the practice schedule together? Because there's two coaches now working uh, working with 55 kids. How do you work out practice with uh, both you guys uh, at the head of the swim team? Yeah, luckily for us, um, we do a couple days a week. We have morning practices, so we're not usually not dealing with 55 swimmers at once. Um, normally, you know, 25 or so. Um, but Coach Best and I actually work pretty well together. We both have um, kind of the same idea of what needs to get done. Um, some days I'll make the practice schedule, and some days she'll kind of make the training program, but we're usually on the same page. So definitely one thing that makes the swim season go by quickly and easily was um, having such a great um, assistant coach to work with. Well, I know it takes a lot of time, and when you got two people doing it, like you said, one does the morning, one does the afternoon, it makes it a lot easier. Now, the kids, I mean, of course, Darby Wainer came home with Darby, Darby Wainer came home with two bronze medals, and one in 100 freestyle, one in 100 backstroke. Savannah Arts Academy girls finished 12th overall, the boys 18th. You had a freshman, Jason Parquette, finished 12th in the 200 individual and 15th in 100 butterfly. Casey Flint, 10th in the 100 freestyle. Uh, the Arts Academy, uh, relay team finished eighth in the 400th. Uh, the boys finished, uh, seventh in the 200 freestyle and a Jakin sophomore, John Metaxas was seventh. I mean, this, I mean, any other kids that I might have left out that you want to give a big shout out that maybe improved or didn't win a medal, but you saw a great improvement? We had, um, actually we had, you know, right there, I mean, most of our summers obviously are from Savannah Art. Um, the, they did a great job. I mean, our relays consistently make it. Um, I was really proud of the boys this year because they made it to the A finals for the 200 free relay, um, which is a big step because usually a couple years ago we were just trying to make it to the state meet in the relays. So, I mean, they've grown so much. Um, we have, you know, Thomas, none of them are seniors, so we still have next year. Um, I think we'll do things with the boys. Um, our girls are great. I mean, we have um, – you know, we made it back to the finals in two relays, but the other, um, you know, they swam fast, they did their best times in the relays. That's really where a lot of our points come, um, is especially at the state level. We have a lot of great swimmers, but they make such a good difference in the um, relays. Um, we had two other schools represented from Chatham County. We had a freshman from Windsor Forest, Jesslyn Graham, and then a sophomore from New Hampstead, um, uh, Tyler Rucker. And they both, they did great. Jesslyn was their first state, uh, state meet, and then Tyler was so close. He was um, the alternate in the 100 fly. So next year, we're expecting him to make it back to finals um, as well. Now, as far as the high school season goes, we got a minute warning here because uh, I went a little over with Darby. I apologize. Um, tell us when the season starts and, uh, you know, what you foresee next season to be like for the uh, Savannah Chatham County public swim team. Um, our season starts all back in October. It's a long season. I mean, starting October, the state meets the, usually the first or second week in February. So it's definitely um, very long season. We host three meets at the Aquatic Center 
um, our, our parents are all great, and they have to volunteer and um, help us out to get those running. Um, and then we kind of usually travel to a couple other meets, but it's kind of nice to get to have the home meet advantage. Um, the Aquatic Center is a great facility to be at. Um, next year, we're looking forward to. I mean, Jason Paquette qualified in two, you know, went back to finals in two events. Um, I expect him to do the same next year. Um, same thing, John Matek, who's the sophomore from Jenkins, um, ended up seventh in the 100 fly. So he's been dropping time, and we're really excited for that as well. Well, Townsley, always a great job. Uh, this is the uh, co-head coach of the Savannah Chatham County School Public Swim Team, uh, Townsley Smith. Uh, she brought home the Wilmington Island uh, Barracudas. Uh, they won the uh, summer uh, city tournament. So uh, keep up the great work. And uh, really proud. Of, well, I'm really impressed the way you work with these swimmers. Great job and keep it up. Thank you. And that's Townsley Smith, the co-head coach of the Savannah Chatham County Public School Swim Team. All the teams come together, and then when you get to the state meet, uh, you know, they separate. And, uh, I mean, it's just a, a great situation. I was lucky enough to uh, do it one year. I was classified the head coach, but Karen Best was my assistant at the Savannah Arts Academy, and she did the rest, and Karen does a great job, and she's an avid, avid, avid triathlon athlete, so pretty two coaches involved with our kids with swimming. Well, this cannot happen with another sponsor of mine, Russell Sporting and Trophies. You're a coach, you're a parent, you're a local organization, you're a business, you need uniforms, you need cleats, you need sports-specific shoes, you need plaques, you need trophies to award your athletes or your employees. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. They're located at the 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, which is right behind Sears, right in the Oglethorpe Mall. And remember, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 45 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen. They're all the family. That's the Burns family at Russell's Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they'll help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Next up, we'll be short. we got to wrap this show up. It's always a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun today, this morning. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics. They're doctor and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. That's right, it's Olympic time here in the United States, in the world, once again, over there in Sochi, Russia, Russia, we got the Olympics going on. Remember, it's the Winter Olympics, and once again, the, the, it seems like I, I'm flying down the ski slope so fast that I only got about two minutes left to wrap the show up. Once again, thank you to all my guests, Dick McAllister, who's over there at Benedictine School right now, Benedictine Military School, running the RIP 10 lacrosse tournament full house so get over there stop by marie dotson who's been doing a great job with st vincent's softball and basketball program she's back home at our Mulata. the columnist Stephen elmo weeks for give us an update on bacon park brian Harmon, and uh the rest of the golfers on the web.com tour check his article out tomorrow in the savannah morning news and of course darby wayner from the savannah arts academy coming in and telling us about her experience at the georgia high school state swim meet bringing home two bronze medals and townsley smith telling us what it's like coaching the savannah chatham county high school swim teams PJ, great job down there in the beautiful Golden Isles, as always. Appreciate it, Carl. Good job to you as well. Sorry I didn't have enough time for you to get in and get your opinion on the Olympics, but we'll have to talk about that next week. Yeah, most definitely. No problem. 
And don't forget tonight, right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, we'll bring you the Region 3A championship game between the boys of Savannah High and Johnson. You're listening to the Call of the Mousy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, AM Savannah, 1400 and 104.3 FM. Stay tuned for more local ESPN broadcasting. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.